Listen. Everybody, this is Ask Dr. Gans the podcast. Stress, everybody's got it, everybody feels it, but what do you do with it? How can you get it handled so that you can be your best, do your best, and most importantly, feel your best in all areas of your life? Well, that's what we're all about at Ask Dr. Gans the podcast. I'm your host, Bryn Griffiths, alongside registered psychologist Dr. Gans Ferentz. This is our holiday episode. I can't believe it's I, December. I can hear the jingle bells already. Can you? I actually, you know what? I might actually have a little bit of that here for you. Let's just see what we got here. Uh, that's the stuff. See, now that's, that's got a bit stuff. of a holiday feeling about it. I love the guitar twang. Oh, yeah, I love it. Now, as much as we're pretty upbeat about things, for a lot of people, it's a stressful time of year. It can be, absolutely. You and I have kind of gone through this. Uh, we've talked about this probably over the last few months about the fact that Christmas for us is a wide range of emotions. Absolutely. Correct? Yep. And so today we're going to talk about some of our family traditions. We'll mm-hmm. share it with everybody. But we also have had some tough times yeah. around Christmas, as a lot of people do. And we can talk a little bit about that. Absolutely. But let's kick things off with some really good stuff. And uh, I, I'm going to throw this right at you first, as I should, because this is your <laughs> podcast. What would be your overall feel about uh, the holiday season for you? Like, what do you remember the most? Well, well the, the good memories. Uh, when I was young, uh, it was really fun to just kind of get together with family, right? And we had, so my family moved here, <clears throat> excuse me, my family moved here in the late 60s. And so we had uh, like a lot of like cousins and, and um, aunts and uncles and stuff like that that were around. Yeah. And so during the holidays, we'd get together and we'd play games, we'd eat tons of food, probably too much food. <laughs> and it, was just, it was just a lot of fun to be together. And, and I really, really uh, remember the games. We'd stay up late, we'd play like whatever, Monopoly or other board games, or somebody might have a ping pong table at their house, we'd play that, and you know, all the kids get together. And so it was a lot, a lot of fun when we were really young. So th- that's, that's probably my one of my favorite memories of my childhood and the holiday season. What about you? Well, for me, and because we celebrated Christmas, uh, not everybody does. It's mm-hmm. why it's the holiday season, the festive time of year. But we celebrated Christmas, and for us, it was always a big thing. We would always go to church mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve. That was always a big thing for my mom and my dad, and uh, and they, they took myself and my sister. And uh, when we would come back, we did exactly what you're talking about. We would play games. Mm-hmm. And it was always a lot of fun. And we would probably wrap it up by watching Alistair Sim and A Christmas Carol, which is, goes back to the 1950s. And it just seemed like it was, a, it was always a tradition. And so uh, that was how we got things going. Christmas Day, mm-hmm. there's so much intensity building yeah. up to Christmas Day that, of course, you would get up early, you would open <laughs> the presents, and the next thing you know, you're bagged and tired by the time it's lunch yeah, exactly. lunchtime. Yeah. And so, you, you know, I would nap on the couch, my dad in his armchair over there. My mom was always a cooker, uh-huh. and she just loved to just prepare the meal, and my sister would just go about and do her normal thing, and then it, we'd get together for dinner. Yeah. But it, those were the basics for us. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, like you, the uh, family always came over on Boxing Day, and we yeah. always did a 
Griffiths street hockey game. And so there are a lot of real positive memories for me for Christmas. I can't think of too many where it was a tough one for me. Well, you know, it's it's really interesting, right? Because a lot of times I've been uh, guilty of this too, but a lot of folks put a lot of pressure on themselves to sort of make and create the perfect Christmas, right? They want to make sure that uh, everything is done. They got all the presents the kids want. They, you know, the house is perfectly cleaned or decorated in a certain way. And, you know, there's all this pressure around entertaining or presenting a certain thing or getting the kids exactly what they want. But, like, you know, both of our memories, neither of us even thought of the gifts. Like, none, it just didn't come up, right? However, I can remember the very first gift that made made an impact on me. Can you remember one? Because honestly, I can't. Let me go first. I yeah. remember getting a toboggan as okay. a kid when I was probably about five, and we had a hill not far from us, yeah. so immediately it had to be tried out. <laughs> and I can't remember any other gifts other than that right. one. Well, even that one, even that one, that's about an experience. It's not about a thing. That's it's, true. The, the thing created the experience because you get to go tobogganing, you probably took your friends or whatever, right? You, you got yeah. to do some stuff. But this is what it is, and this is what I, I think we, we need to remember that it's really about who we are, the energy we bring. And what it's like to just be around us during the holiday season, like for us to be around, for people to be around us, but also who do we want to be around in the holiday season and creating that, that energy, that experience, that, that enjoyment, that's way more important than, you know, getting the perfect gift or the piece of jewelry or the, the new, new, um, whatever, the electronic toy or yeah. whatever it is. Right. Cause you know, my kids, like, honestly, they don't. <laughs> I, I got pictures of them like on Christmas days playing in the boxes, like re- literally crawling through the boxes <laughs> as opposed to playing with their toys. Yeah. You know, and I, I have no memory of gifts that stand out for me. I mean, I like zero. I, I, I do, do remember one, one gift story. Okay. Okay. So I was, See I was, now here it comes. Okay. Right. So here's it. Here it is. So uh, <laughs> I was, I was about, I think I was about five. Right. And we like Southgate had just kind of like, you know, been built and opened up and stuff like that. So we went shopping one Christmas, and uh, we packed the we bought a bunch of gifts, packed the car with with the the stuff we bought, and then we went back inside for something. And somebody broke into the car. You're and kidding? Took, you know, oh <laughs> took no! All the gifts, right? And I was just thinking about that the other day, and that's the only gift story I remember. And it's negative, right? And it's not negative around the gifts. It's just like a crappy experience because you know someone broke into the car and took our stuff, right? But but it was like... But that didn't come to you right away. No, it didn't. You had to and, think about that for a minute or two. And, and honestly, honestly, I remember that Christmas, we still had a really good Christmas. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was it was a shitty experience at the time because mm-hmm. it was kind of scary, somebody breaking into your car. But other than that, the rest of the Christmas, I remember, was really good, right? And we had a lot of fun and we, you know, we enjoyed ourselves despite not having any of the stuff, right? And I honestly, I think, you know, knowing what I know now as a psychologist... I think the the trauma or the the sadness or whatever around that event for me was more the energy I picked up from my parents being scared or pissed off that somebody broke into our our, our vehicle, right? Because we we had just come to uh, we just come to Canada probably like three years before that, so we're still pretty new. Yeah, and so it was, it was a pretty traumatic experience, I'm sure, for my parents, right? And so that's that's the only that's the only sort of gift memory I have around Christmas. If you're just kind of uh, tuning in here, this is Ask Dr. Gans, the podcast. It's kind of a holiday show for us. We're both just kind of, uh, uh, I, I don't want to use the word venting uh, because we're not, but we're just kind of reflecting back on our holiday experiences. And uh, and you've already touched on a, a few great things here. The one thing, it's a common thread for me, and I'm sure for others out there, family traditions mm-hmm 
are a thread that run through all of these Christmases right up to now where I'm 60. And it's the dinner is a special experience. I still, to this day, if there's a turkey in the oven, <laughs> and if you're in the house all day, you can't really tell. Right. I still like to step out of the house for five minutes or so and step into the house around four in the afternoon and get that wonderful turkey yes. smell. And I know that sounds like a dumb Christmas tradition, but it, it means a lot to me. Well, I, I love that you are aware of that and you actually do some stuff to give yourself that experience. Like, yeah. Okay, I'm going to go out so I don't smell it anymore. I'm coming up, oh, yeah, turkey. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Right? Yeah, and, uh, you know, the family traditions are also so important. And as much as we try to... Uh, to make everything positive, yeah, there are negatives that come with Christmas, and I'm sure that uh, we should address a few of those. And both of us have had some uh, sad times yeah. around Christmas. Yours is a is a tough one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my father, yeah, he passed away on Christmas Day, Christmas morning, actually. And so, yeah, it's, it's not it's, you know it's not a pleasant memory, obviously, but it's it's people are going to pass away at different times of the year. It's just sometimes it lines on, um, you know, kind of a significant date. Yeah. But it doesn't have to necessarily taint the whole experience for people. Uh, well, it doesn't have to for me anyway. But some people, it does feel that way for them. But, uh, but yeah, this is, it's just one of those things. And, you know, for me, uh, that particular experience, my dad had cancer and he was really suffering, right? And, and so at the end, it was actually a little bit of a relief mm -hmm. that he actually was able to, to pass. And we were all around, you know, all his family was around and everybody was there. And so, you know, um, it was a difficult day, but it was, it was um, you know, he was surrounded by love when he left. And that was, that was a good thing. And I lost my mom about five or six days. I don't know. I don't keep exact mm -hmm. count, but five or six days before Christmas. And I actually used that to power me through the holidays in terms of great memories because I had a lot of great memories with all of my family, but my mom in particular. And, uh, you know, as much as you would miss her cooking the dinner out mm -hmm. in the kitchen, I and I still to this day, I always have that reflective moment at Christmas where I think about the ones I've lost. And mm -hmm. I lost my dad, my sister at 29. Wow. And my mom, who was in her 80s, but they're with me every single day. But on Christmas Day, it's just a little bit different, and I don't get melancholy about it. I, I use it to kind of power me a little bit. I, I Everybody's different, but everybody's that's just how, how I tick. Well, you're a pretty upbeat guy anyway, right? Generally, so. <laughs> I would say you're absolutely correct. But, but I think that's a good that's a good strategy, right? It's a, you know, we can take the time. And, and, and whatever, whether it's you know, Christmas or New Year's or holidays, whatever it is, right, birthdays, there are going to be times when we miss the people we've lost or or even people that we're just not around physically anymore, right, because we may have moved away or whatever it is. I think it's okay for us to have our feelings around that stuff, right? We, you know, take the time to feel, oh, man, that's oh, too bad so-and-so is not here or really I miss being with this group of people at this time of year or whatever it is, right? It's okay. It's okay to give yourself room to have that honest reaction when stuff comes up for you. And it's also really a good idea to look at what you have now. And to be thankful for that and to be thankful for the memories we have of the people that we have we may have lost over the year or over the years. How do people kind of get through this? And we, we held our big media event back in early November. And we talked mm -hmm. about people beating the Christmas rush and getting their stress out of the way or at least kind of pre mentally preparing themselves for this holiday season. But still, it's tough for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it can be tough on both ends. It can be tough in terms of the loneliness, right, if, if they are alone. And one of the things that I really recommend for people to do is, like, 
you know, give yourself space to be alone if you need to, but also do things deliberately to um, get out and be among people. And that doesn't always have to be people you know, right? It, it, it's nice if you have a group that you want to hang out with, but if not, do something that is going to make somebody else feel better, and that's going to help to make you feel better as well. So whether it's volunteering at, like, you know, a homeless shelter or a soup kitchen or, you know, cleaning your neighbor's sidewalk or, you know, one of the things I like to do, uh, especially around this time of year, is I go out into the world, right? I mean, most of my life is, uh, <laughs> you know, in my office. I'm seeing clients. I'm talking to people on the phone, and then I go home and, do you know, uh, hang out with the family. But, you know, I will go out and go to the mall or go wherever, and I make a, a conscious, deliberate decision. I'm going to look service people in the eye. I'm going to smile. I'm going to ask them how they're doing, smile at them, and say thank you, right? And, you know, particularly around the holidays, that is something that goes really, really far for a lot of people because they just do not get that a lot. A lot of people are rushing. People are, you know, kind of maybe pissed off sometimes if they can't find a parking spot or, you know, their thing is sold out or whatever, right? And so to be able to treat service people with that kind of uh, intentional attention and and just kind of respect and love, it makes me feel good because I, I can see the smile. I can see sort of the, hmm, oh, that was nice. And it was it's, it's just nice to do that. And it brings my spirits up even when I'm feeling down. Random acts of kindness, Absolutely. somebody said. It should happen 365 the days Absolutely. of the year. But there's something special about it in the month of December and early January. And uh, and you know what? I think sometimes you get a you, you get a, gris, a, a real uh, handle on things by watching other people start it. Yeah. And and I go back to when I was starting in my broadcast career in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. All right on. And there were a lot of single people who came to mm-hmm. CHAB radio because it was where people started their careers. But a lot of people had to work over the holidays. And there was uh, a, an older lady that was in the accounting department. I still remember her name, Edie Shepard. Long gone. And... Uh, just a wonderful person, but she had that gruff exterior with the cigarette and almost had the deep voice and that kind of thing. But every Christmas day, she would invite all the kids, as she called yeah. them, to come to her place and have Christmas dinner because they couldn't be at home with their families. Yeah. And now, luckily, I always got home with my family, but all of those who couldn't get away just just raved about it. And, and you want to talk about leaving an impact. Like, I'm yeah. talking about it, and I wasn't even at those Christmas dinners, <laughs> but I thought – there's somebody who really went yeah. way out of their way at Christmas to make everybody feel good, and then you feel good. Absolutely. absolutely. And when we do stuff for people, yeah, it's it's one of those synergistic things, right? You do something kind for somebody else, and it you know, reflects back to you. You feel good. They feel good, and it just kind of you create a virtuous cycle that just builds on itself. So, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so now as we look ahead to the year 2020, and people start doing New Year's resolutions and all that kind of stuff. Are you a believer in that? Or do you, th- to me, is it a refocus? I get very reflective on New Year's Eve and it drives everyone at the house crazy. <laughs> I, well, I think, I think the thing about the holidays is that it, well, it, it's, it's kind of the same reason people still go to movies, right? Um, you don't actually have to go to the movie theater, right? You can probably pull it up on your phone or whatever, see it on your TV or your, your tablet or whatever. But there's something about a shared experience. And so when, when the, you know, most of the people around you are sort of in a certain mode, whether it's, um, you know, holiday mode before Christmas or Hanukkah or any of these things, um, or New Year's, 
there is sort of uh, some energy in the air around that reflectiveness, around maybe a new start, um, that sort of thing. So it can be sort of a natural time to be reflective and think about, okay, well, I've lived this way this year. What would I like to do going forward? How would I like to to tweak this or maybe make a more major change? And so I, I do think it's great to do that if that's what you want to do. But like you said, you can do it anytime, right? You can mm-hmm. hit the reset button in June. I don't know why that is, why people have to do. It's the only time where I look back at my year and I think to myself, if you'd have told me I'd have done all of this in the last year, at this point last year, I would have thought you were crazy. But for me, it's a refreshing thing. And it just kind of recharges me for the new year coming ahead. Well, like I said, you're a pretty upbeat guy, so I like the way you're taking you're looking at this <laughs> because it is it is nice to look back and see what you've accomplished, right? Because a lot of people look back and think about what they haven't done. Uh, you know, they think about what went badly or or whatever. But uh, you know, generally, it's a good idea to think about what are the wins. It's it's always easier to think. To, to be able to create more good stuff yeah. when you're feeling good versus when you're feeling kind of crappy about yourself or what's been going on, right? So, yeah, absolutely. Taking the time to say, well, look, look how far I've come. Look at what I've been able to do and what else would I like to do now? We've talked about a lot of positives here, but for some people it's a negative time of year and it's a little, as I've used the word melancholy. It's mm-hmm. probably about as good a word as I can think. If somebody needs some help at this time of year, there's all sorts of places that people can turn. Yeah, absolutely. You know, don't don't think you have to just tough it out or, you know, worse yet, I think sometimes people think that, oh, man, well, it's a happy time. Everybody else is happy. I shouldn't be bringing everybody down. And they just kind of suffer in silence or by themselves. And that's not the case. It's not always happy for everybody. And lots of people are willing to help. Right. So, you know, depending on what part of the world you are, where you are in, in your particular country, there 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 are maybe um, lines you can call like, you know, 800 numbers or different places like that. So even if you can't physically get somewhere, you can talk to somebody on the phone. Um, you can look on the internet for different, uh, different organizations that you can reach out to and connect with. Uh, if it gets really, really bad, definitely reach out, go to the emergency room at the hospital. You don't have to be alone and, and suffer. Um, and, and also if you're a family member or friend, or you see somebody struggling, reach out, ask them, you know, how you doing? Yeah, is everything okay? Right? Yeah. And, and just make it okay to have the conversation. Because the thing is, what is, what is most, what we believe is most unique about us is actually what's most universal about us. I always had that experience when I was in school. You know, I'd have a question. I'd say, oh, this is a stupid question. I, would, I shouldn't ask it, right? And it's yeah. like, finally, I just get, get up the nerve. Okay, I got to ask the question. And then like, usually half the classroom or would say, yeah, that's a good question. I, I was wondering the same thing, right? And I thought, oh, no, no, it was just me. But it really, it's, it's, we're all going through difficult times. And even if other people don't seem like they're going through a difficult time during the holidays, that doesn't mean that they're not. And it definitely doesn't mean that they have not gone through difficult times at other times in the year, or they may not go through difficult times in the future. So it can really be a, a, an act of generosity for other people when we reach out and ask for help and also share our struggles because invariably somebody else is also struggling. How many times have we talked in the past few months about people hearing some sad news about somebody who have taken their life mm-hmm. and you think to yourself, I never saw that coming. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times all you had to do is just ask somebody, are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. Is everything all right? What can I do for you? Yeah. You need some help. Yeah. It, yeah. One of the reasons I love doing this podcast with you, Brent, is because 
we do get an opportunity to really talk about some of this stuff very openly and, and plainly. And this is the whole mental health, like mental well-being, all this stuff, psychology. This is stuff that a lot of people just, they, it's a black hole for a lot of folks. And it doesn't need to be. The more we're able to have these open discussions, um, talk about stuff, make it normal to, you know, to get help, to ask for help, to reach out to people who need help, the, the better it's going to be for all of us. We all are going to benefit when all of us do well. So absolutely, if, 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 you know, if something is going wrong or you see something or you just feel like, okay, things are, I don't know if this person's okay, reach out, talk, ask questions. And, you know, sometimes they don't tell you, right? So that's the other, the other side of the coin. It's really important not to feel like, you know, if somebody does have a hard time and they, they, they can't get help or they don't get help or whatever and something does happen, it's important not to beat yourself up for it, right? Yeah. Not, not to feel guilty about, about stuff that, you know, if you've tried, because there's always that case, right? I, I, I know I've lost some friends to suicide and, and you know, just other kind of tra- tragic deaths. And it is sort of natural to think about, oh, man, well, if only I had or maybe oh, I, I could have, right? You know, and that's not, it's not always the case, right? No. And it's, it's, not, it's not a useful and healthy thing to do to yourself or to do to other people. I've had I've lost two friends to suicide, and in both cases, I always wondered what could I have done more. Right. I don't know if that's healthy for me. Right. Uh, because everybody kind of goes down their own path. Yep. And uh, to me, I, it's more fun going down a path holding your hand or holding somebody else's hand. Uh, so. Uh, yeah. I'm glad we were able to do a little share yeah, today on, on the holidays. Like I said, it's a very unusual uh, podcast for us because we just don't let's pour it out on the table very often <laughs> like this. But uh, we want to wish everybody a happy holidays. And, you know, one of the things that we love is we love the feedback we get from all of you. Yeah. And all you have to do is drop us a line. We also have a mission here. Yeah. Listen, I, I really love to help people do better, feel better, and function better. So anything that you like, if you listen to the podcast or anything you see on the website, please share it with the people that you care about, right? If it's helpful to you, it's going to be helpful to other people. And we want to make sure that uh, everybody can get the help they want. And, you know, some of the upbeat stuff. Speaking of upbeat, uh, I want to just share this one one story I heard, right, uh, about a family. And, and there, you know, we're talking about family traditions at Christmas. And so... <laughs> These guys, what they would do is, you know, everybody would come over to their house and they'd get all these little Nerf guns and they'd have like a family <laughs> Christmas shootout on, nice. <laughs> on Christmas Day. So they'd, they'd just, you know, they'd just kind of shoot all these little, little Nerf guns at each other and just like, just have a look. And we're talking about 50, 60 year olds, right? It's not just the kids, right? It's everybody, <laughs> right? People diving behind furniture and, you know. It's, it's, is this, it was, this has got to be before the dinner. <laughs> I got to think. You get a little Nerf dart in the turkey. but <laughs> I wonder how long they've been doing that for. Well, when I this was this was probably about 20, 20 some years ago when they told me this story, but they had been doing this for a while, right? So like like at least a decade. So I, I think they may have started when they were younger, and it's just kind of kept on, right? It's like that movie Tag, where yeah. people like you know were in their thirties or forties. Your hit Tag, yeah, that's right. Anyway, so. don't forget to also to check out all of our free resources and uh, of course free giveaways, and you're uh, you're planning on speaking at various uh, events throughout. The upcoming year. Absolutely. So all you have to do is just check out AskDrGans.com. It's real simple. AskDrGans.com. And uh, this has been fun. I've kind of enjoyed this today. Yeah, me too, always. Okay, so happy holidays, everybody. Should we end with the happy music? Absolutely. Because it's a little bit different. <laughs> and we'll talk to everybody in the new year. All right. All right.